I want to try being in that room. I, like, I'm curious how long I'd last. I say this in the nicest way possible, but you would not last more, more than three minutes. Oh, I don't think so. I think I could make I don't it. Th- have you ever been alone with your thoughts? Yeah. That's, I can do uh, it. Not, I couldn't. Not, not to that extent. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'll, I'll I can't tell you even, right now. I couldn't. I can't even poop without my phone. <laughs> We're not having this conversation. You know, again. it's I like there's there's no <laughs> way. I, my my mind is too fragile. Send the links. Fine, can you relax? No, you know that it's not me. Go find the links. I don't relax. Find the links. Find the missing link. 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 Linkle. I forgot about Linkle. Is Linkle still a thing? I mean, it, no. it is a thing, whether it's current or not. Whether it's used or not. It's kind of used there once, huh? <laughs> they really just fucking gender bent him for a spinoff game. I completely <laughs> forgot Linkle was a thing. Hold on. We're looking her up. No, that was a mistake. All right, we're looking her up on the Zelda wiki. They could have easily made a game that's like two different like. I don't understand. Like they already had. It's they. It's called <laughs> a link between worlds. Yeah. Okay. Or do that. Just like use it somehow. I don't know, Pasquale. I started losing it. He's like, he's like, I, I had an idea of it. I'm just gonna give up on it. <laughs> no, I forgot. Never mind. Fucking You're boring. No <laughs> modern games in this Zelda game. I don't want gender bent bullshit. Link's a boy. Oh, I literally couldn't understand his accent though. Sometimes nothing he was saying needed you to understand. It was all just fucking nonsense. Oh. <laughs> Do you call him a fucking nonce? Nunzio. Yo, Linkle needs to come back. This is uh, this is unacceptable. Justice for Linkle. <laughs> Just, just, justice she? for Linkle. Justice. Yeah, they got Dark Linkle too. But does she? Justice. <laughs> we, we missed out on Dark Linkle. They really could have got a better name than Linkle. <laughs> it's called Sounds like Zelda. a disease. Linkle takes a tinkle. Let's call her Zelda. Everyone else does anyway. What do you mean Zelda is Link, right? Well, why else would they call the name Have you Zelda? Seen this so video... playing as with Zelda? Have you seen this video where someone put like the cover of Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom together? And like, oh man, they link together. Obviously, they're teasing a third game. They they literally don't go together because you can see the Kingdom of Hyrule in one and the Kingdom of Hyrule in the other from a different angle. <laughs> I've debunked it. You're stupid. Damn. Chris not taking shit. Do people want a third game? I guess so. I, I don't know, man. I'm... We're not getting any DLC yeah. for Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. So no, they, they've moved on. We're just That's working done. on the next one, right? Which is fine. I'm okay with that. I like that. You guys noticed that like they're kind of like dumping all their games Q1 of 2024? What are you trying to say? Just saying. Think, least, yeah. least some good room, what are you saying? At least some good room for holiday. 
for something else to get dropped. Hmm. It's not happening. I'm telling you guys. It's not happening this year. Oh, no. It's I not going to happen this year. I mean, no, for sure not. I think 20... I, 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 I've been saying, I've been saying for a long time, 2025. No, 2024, guys, I'm telling you. No. Fall next year. Maybe end of year 2024. Yeah, 20, no, yeah. man. Holiday? Holiday. Holiday 2024? Yeah, I think maybe. we get a, like a direct like in the spring, Q1. Yeah. And then it's out. I mean, the, they were already the showing off the... They're already showing off the hardware at. Um... Yeah, was that is that a real thing that happened, or is that just rumors? Because who knows? No, they were showing it off to Nvidia. Yeah, but showing off. Yeah, there's there's some rumors. There's some rumors about it being able to run that the uh, the Unreal Engine five demo of Matrix, which no, is no, but like, crazy. Who's saying this? <laughs> Where is it coming? I've from? been hearing it was supposed to be. Um people like have the power of roughly ps4 I, apparently potentially early ps5 from what I, I heard it rivals the ps5 my uncle who works at nintendo <laughs> yeah he told me <laughs> i've been told you could put your entire penis in it well you could probably do that that's probably you true. could probably do that yeah you you could probably do that yeah oh he got you there I'm sorry, Pat. That was uncalled for. Hey, everybody! <laughs> that was not nice. <laughs> seems seems a little bit excessive. Yeah, Stop. you're right. That was not that was not cool. Said, don't don't bruise his uh... penis. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can bruise that it. That's too. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go easy on it. Be gentle. Be gentle. You smell like slap face. Are right, we starting? What are we doing, guys? Ten thirty. That's one thing. Can we just start earlier? Like, we can, no. yeah. Uh, there's, what's stopping us from starting earlier? I don't know. Stop this, <laughs> turning the conversation always into something. The fuck did I do? <laughs> it's fucking boring. That was a 35 second video. Fuck you. We've been doing nothing for the last 10 minutes. Guys, I, don't I need, play my I need video. This, I need the things to talk about. We got the devs on Unity runtime fee. The trust is, is gone forever, which is the follow up to the original one. I have the unprecedented Microsoft leak reveals plan for the new Xbox systems, which don't have a disk drive because the world we're living in is a fucking nightmare. That's true. I have to mute all these goddamn Discord channels because Jesus Christ. What is this? Oh, these are stuff shoots. Unprecedented Microsoft leak. Uh, yeah. I, I... Is that it? Just those two? Wait, because, like I said, we can talk sure. about the we can talk about the Nintendo. <gasps> I mean, we could probably stress these out long enough anyway. The Nintendo Direct. I also have uh, technically um, set up from the last time that we didn't get to use. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Especially because the last time we tried to record episode 116, uh, my power went out and it was a massive storm. Oh, God. You want to do the Nintendo Direct? Reaches 10 million players. 
We can we can just talk about it, just that it happened basically. Yeah, like what we're excited about, and then the the biggest the biggest highlights of it. We won't focus too much on it. There's this article: developers fight back against Unity's new pricing model, and then the one Pat sent. Are we just using both of those as part of the whole thing? Unity apologizes for controversial yeah. runtime fee, promises changes. <laughs> it's gonna cost them fifty cents now. Yeah, the change is fuck you. <laughs> you thought that was bad. Hold my beer. I changed nothing. I actually double down. It's two dollars. It's two dollars. Yeah, I just plugged this entire Unity article into ChatGPT and said summarize this like I'm an idiot, and it gave me. <laughs> it gave me idiot. like the most. Beautiful one, two, three, four, five, five paragraphs distilled down. It's it's perfect. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Like like does it talk like an idiot? No, like, no, no. It's like, like oh yeah. No, I got it. We're good. All right. You guys ready? Let's do it, mm-hmm. baby. Yep. Baby. Those are the wrong ones. I got him, 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 I got him. Ready? Everybody, welcome back to episode 116 of the Let's Get Gaming podcast. I am your host, Patrick Dennehy. Joined with me this week, Pasquale Galuzzo. Hello, Stefano. Fo- What's oh, up? God, he's not done. No, I'm good. Oh, that's okay. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Perfect. Stefano Fontana. It's been 84 years. And Chris Montpetit. That's it. It's all I got. We're back, baby. Just like those dinosaurs from that Steve Blumhouse movie. That's Jeez, probably really so sad. Bad. Okay, good. Well, it's nice to see that even though we've we've taken a little bit of a break, nothing has really changed here too much. Uh, as we're getting ready for the show, Pasquale has a pen pressed against his upper lip, giving him his, his upper lip, giving his mouth a very strange uh, outline. There, this is the one time I wish the show was was a video podcast because that's just the most unsettling. And we'll, uh, I, I hate. We'll that. do it again I one day. Absolutely hate the way that this looks. Please stop doing it. <laughs> you, need to, you need to stop doing it, dude. Cause I can't, I won't, it looks funny. I won't be able to do the show. I you need to stop. All right. All right. Go, anyway, go ahead. Anyway, gentlemen, we're back after a little bit of a break. It's nice to all be together again to talk about all things video game news reviews and maybe even sometimes interviews but for now i'm not sure oh sorry no no go ahead go ahead this is an open forum you you guys could chime in whenever you want i was gonna say i'm not sure who told the video games industry that they were allowed to have like a massive pair of weeks (laughs) in between us recording like all the news of the year comes out in the last two weeks and it's like okay great you know what? That's that's like one of the nice or one of the things about doing a week to week podcast covering a, a very niche topic is that some weeks you just have nothing to talk about. 
And, you know, there are weeks where we're like, okay, we'll just wing it. We'll, we'll pull stuff out of the reserves. We'll dig deep and do, like, some weird stuff, right? And then you have other weeks <laughs> where it's just it's an endless torrent of news <laughs> to the point where you're like, we can't talk about all this stuff. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And the last couple of weeks have been those weeks. We got everything from the Unity stuff. We have Microsoft leaking new systems. We have Nintendo Directs and everything. It's just... It was, it's insane. So let's uh, let's start digging our way through this backlog that we've accumulated here and try to get through this. Um, before we before we start, as is tradition on the Let's Get Gaming podcast, gentlemen, what have you guys been playing over the past couple of weeks? Stefano, I know that that you've been playing a game that you yourselves have been very excited about. I hear you playing Marvel Snap. Is that correct? I, it's, you know what you're right that is what i've been playing you told me to play it i picked it up again mm. um i haven't developed my good meta in my deck yet but yeah, yeah. i'll get there maybe, maybe with your help maybe with no, your help no, i'll no, get yeah. there yeah well i mean right now it's it's a lot of loki loki meta is is kind of destroying everything right now right plus Eliath just dropped so it's a lot to, to pick up but you'll get there you'll get there you'll be fine yeah i appreciate thanks man with, with your help i think i can i got you, i'll right. become like god tier for sure yeah yeah top top i think I top five thousand um, easy to boldly go where no man has gone before is my motto, and that's what I've been doing for the last week, for roughly forty-eight oh, hours. Star, Star Trek on uh, Star, Star Trek, Trek Go. Yes, right. Star Trek Online. I've been playing Star Trek Fleet Commander on my <laughs> Sony VR. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've I've put in roughly forty-eight hours uh, into okay. my Starfield save. Um, my God, it's pretty much all I've been doing. Yeah. Um, Neg- neglecting his child. Well, no, he's been. In, he goes to sleep. What's it? What's it like to play forty-eight hours of a game that's very empty and boring and see, nothing okay, to see, do? That's what I wanted to see, ask, I wouldn't. I've, I wouldn't know hearing... that, but I should ask you about Zelda. You can tell me about how that feels. I've been hearing so many like weird mixed reviews about Starfield. I myself have not been able to participate in Starfield because of you know my current uh, issues in my life, mostly. I don't have an Xbox, but Stefano, <laughs> it's a pretty big issue, yeah. As someone like you who has mm. an Xbox and has been able to participate in Starfield, what's your opinion on it? Is it as devoid and lifeless as people are saying, or is there something more to this game? I would never describe it as devoid and lifeless. I think you're, if people think it's devoid and lifeless, they're trying to play it like it's um, No Man's Sky, and it's not. Mm. Um, you get quests, you go to those quests that are on planets, you do the quests on those planets, there's a bunch of other quests you get on those planets, you meet people, there's st- choices you make to save or not save them, like, there's tons of shit, like, you overhear people talking, here's more quests, it's just like, if you have OCD, it can be a little overwhelming, <laughs> to be honest, because you yeah. just get fucking Great. quests. <laughs> um, but there's, the planets are... They're what you would imagine a planet would be in a, in an early settled system. Like it's not like it's not Mass Effect where you're going to these planets that we found aliens living on. Like they're humans that have expanded and flown out into space and then settled on them for mining purposes for the most part. Right. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So like that's what they are. They're mining planets. They're not. They're not like living inhabited planets with aliens all over them. At least not yet. I mean, I'm I'm 48 hours in, but that's I'm DLC. still not even halfway through the story. So, um, I'm not I'm not sure. Um, what comes next? So, yeah, no spoilers here for that. But we don't know where it's going, which I think is exciting, right? It's a brand new game. It's a new 
potentially a new franchise knowing Bethesda, right? So it's the, the possibilities for storytelling and everything. It's, it's endless right now. Yeah. I, I, the, the ship combat's fun. If you like ship combat, if you're good at it, um, ship building, I haven't really touched a lot, but it's super expansive. Um, I, I literally haven't even built a single outpost, which is another thing that you possibly could do. Um, and like get shit going on there and you can hire people to work on that outpost and get more minerals and shit like that. Mm. Apparently, if you like go in and beat the game, like the new game plus of the game, it like changes what we all think of new game plus. Like, it's, I don't know idea. I don't even know what it is, but that's what I've been hearing. Some crazy shit. You gotta about finish the, the game, game to get plus. there first. So yeah, like some people are saying like mainline it, like mainline to new game plus. So you can like get over and then start like, it's weird. I don't know. I'm not sure I want to do that, but yeah. I, 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 think, I feel like means. it's going to be one of those games. That's going to be interesting to, to follow around because you know, say what you want about Bethesda, but they know how to make a game that has a relative degree of staying power. You know, like I feel like yeah, I would say so. Probably, yeah, <laughs> even even if Starfield, whether we wanted to or not, <laughs> you know, they're I think those games are going to be around for for quite a few more years. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's interesting, man. I I'm always excited to see new stuff coming out from developers that have proven a, a good track record, right? And Starfield seems to be hitting those hitting those good notes, so. I'm glad you're enjoying it. It's roughly 50 hours in. How far, how much more do you think you have to get through? I've only done like mm. five of the 20 main missions. So you so. have, so a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, this is not a weekend game. This is a. <laughs> and I'm sure you could, you could, this is a commitment. You probably could be in a weekend if you really tried your best to mainline the story exclusively. Mm. But I mean, are you, I just don't think you're doing yourself or the game, the service it requires. Like, yeah. I don't think you're gonna like it if you do that. This, you know? this That's is not more. The point. This Starfield right. is an experience. It's not meant to be played. It's meant to be savored and enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, you know, like maybe, maybe if you didn't like it at the beginning and then you played it longer, you might like it less. I don't know. In my experience, I've only liked it the more that I've played it. So I can't speak to that. All right, fair enough. Well, most games should achieve for that. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, but some people will be like, well, what do you mean? Like, I have to get past the first 50 hours before I like it? It's like, well, no, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I like it even more than I did when I first yeah. started playing it, like 50 hours in. Yeah, yeah. Right, but cool. yeah, so it's dope as hell. Yeah, keep us I also updated. Was playing, I, also, oh. I, was, I was just saying this might be a good game for you, Pat. I've been playing Sea of Stars, which is like... Yeah, uh, that, that that one's on my watch list. I want to pick it up. You got to play it, dude. If, if I can. I hear it's I hear it's very good. It's got like '90s JRPG vibes, but like yeah. it's so it's super beautiful pixel art. Like yeah, that's what right I about the same guys yeah. who made the messenger. Oh really? really good. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, it was. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, so I highly recommend it. You've been playing that in between Starfield, or I played it. We've been gone for a while, so I played it before Starfield for like the week that yeah. before Starfield came out, and then Starfield came out, and that's been all I've that's all I've, that's all I've done. So, all right, cool. What's well, good to know? Yeah. Keep us updated as you as you make your way through Starfield. I'm I'm interested in hearing more about that game as you get deeper into it for sure mm-hmm. chris what have you been playing this last couple weeks oh man so when we tried recording the podcast uh the last time uh i got to play uh tree removal yeah. service man yeah. <laughs> um, yeah i had a, i had a whole ass tree uh fall down and smash my fence which was yeah. real cool um but I've also been playing uh, Boulder's Gate three, and I've also been playing a little bit of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So, wow. yeah, 
making my way through my backlog. I finally done with Death Stranding. Thank God. <laughs> what a what a slog that was to to finish that game. I did. I more power to people. I wanted who to like ask it, but... about that whole tree situation. You you deal with that? Is that is is your? <laughs> oh, so I took yeah, care. It's all perfect. done. That's good to hear. So who pays for your fence? Day and a half of work. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be part of my uh, my neighbor's fence. It's gonna have to get replaced. So it's just it's all gonna happen nice. all at once. All right, cool. Mm. Good. Yeah. Beauty. All right, Pasquale. Have you been playing anything these last few weeks? I have. I've been playing Judgment. So instead of going through my backlog, I found something new to play. <laughs> Sounds right to me at least. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know if you even know what the game is, but it's this guy, it's a uh, ja- Japanese game, mm-hmm. but it's been obviously like, uh, Judgment is a Japanese game. I, I just usually do that when I see anybody walk by me. Oh, so typically, typically it's an Italian cool. game from what I've experienced wow, in my yeah. life. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty much yeah. a life game in general. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but it's about this lawyer who becomes a detective because he's, gets this one guy out of being a like being convicted for being a murderer and then he gets him off and then literally right after that he goes and murders his girlfriend and you know in you know in the murdering way (laughs) yeah um sorry (laughs) i'm so lost all three of us stopped listening I stopped listening because I heard what I said and I got distracted. As soon as you said it, all three of us just stopped listening to what you were saying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, it's a detective game. It's it's fun. Um, it's like a it's a sandbox. It's I find it very enjoyable. Right. So, yeah. All right. Cool. What were you talking about? Judgment. The game. Judgment. Right. It's good. Okay. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. A lot a lot of things to find enjoyable about oh, Judgment. Yeah. Sweet God. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad to hear everyone's been having a uh, <laughs> very proactive couple of weeks what? in gaming. What have you been playing? I don't even know anymore at this point. I'll be straight up honest with you. I like <laughs> I I I finished Tears of the Kingdom. A- ever since I yeah. finished Tears yep. of the Kingdom, I was I've been doing Pikmin Four. Mm-hmm. burnt yeah. through pikmin 4 and ever since i i put down that game i've just been in a weird sea of like i feel like playing this game for like 20 minutes mm-hmm. i feel like playing this game for like do, seven minutes do you find that after you play like a really good game like and yeah. you're having so much fun with it but as soon as you're done and you put it down you're just like what is life like what do i do mm-hmm. no no i don't uh, no i don't have that i level do because I, I want it but i feel it i the way i look at it I, it's more like when you go to like a really nice restaurant and you're like, wow, this is mm-hmm. like, this changes the way that I look at how like a steak should be made. And yeah. then like you go home and you're like, shit, <laughs> what a, I, can't, I, eat I can't eat this shit in my fridge now. What am I supposed to do? So you just like, <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. go around and you just kind of pick at stuff and you're like, it's not the same, but like, mm. I mean, at least it's, yeah, I need it's... to eat or I, I will die. So yeah, something. Yeah. I guess it's, I guess that's kind of the same way as what you're saying, but yeah. I don't know. Ever ever since Tears of the Kingdom, I've just been like in a weird void. I, I started. I played mm-hmm. like got back into Pokemon Scarlet because we had to do the Mewtwo raid and like. That oh, was that's a, unfortunate. An actual nightmare. Like I, <laughs> be, I, I booted up that game immediately. I'm like, this looks like shit. And then I started playing that game. I'm like mm-hmm. this plays like shit. 
and it's and it's weird too mm-hmm. because I even had some breathing room between going back into Pokemon Scarlet and Tears of the Kingdom because I played Pikmin Four. Pikmin Four, glorious mm-hmm. game, absolutely beautiful looking game on the Switch, and then you jump into Pokemon Scarlet. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm playing a lot of Spl- getting back Sad. into Splatoon Three. The new mm-hmm. season started a couple weeks back. We've been having fun with that. Been doing the the Splatfests, which caused absolute torment in the community. We had. Like, very close it didn't happen but the splatoon community was very close to getting into a second race war <laughs> again again over the splatfest damn except except it was worse because they were now the communities are mad at the japanese player because they feel as if they they robbed their chosen uh idol of a win it's it's very bad. Oh. It, look, if you're if you're a fan of Splatoon, just don't involve yourself with the online community of Splatoon. Just play your <laughs> play your Squid Kid play. game, shoot your ink, do what you got to do. Just don't just don't go online looking Get for your a man conversation off. about it. I swear to God, I've been look. I've been a part of a lot of video game communities in within my lifetime. Uh, I thought you were gonna say a lot of race wars. Damn. No, but I've I've never seen a community that's more unhinged than the Splatoon community, dude. It's absolutely what what is it about the Splatoon community that just makes them so I've, unhinged? I feel okay, hold on. We're 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 personal we're, we're setting ourselves up here to be <laughs> attacked. I feel like it's just a mixture. It's the perfect storm of like Splatoon being this very colorful game that promotes self-expression. And it's, you know, it's, it's one of those games that you, you can put thousands of hours into and, and, you know, not even see everything that the game has to offer. Like it's, it's truly one of those like bottomless pits of a game. And because of that, sure. It attracts a lot of uh, a certain type of people, you know, the people that no don't lifers. have anything in their lives, so they need to attach meaning to something, and that's yeah, Platoon, because yeah. that's that's something that they could spend eight hours a day playing and not make any real progress, but you know, no, <laughs> just enough to make them genuinely. Feel like doing I swear, to, yeah, like boys, they just they just put in badges to Splatoon three. It's gonna take you like a year's worth of play time. To, to, to even come close to being able to Ugh. achieve it. Like, we've done the math. It's... I don't know how people have the focus to do Well, they that. have nothing else to do. But yeah, no, I I don't know, man. I like, I, I genuinely feel like the Splatoon community is mostly unhinged. And I... I'm not, I'm not going to pretend to understand why it is. I just... It's, it's just an absolute nightmare. It's just, just the, the way, way it is. is. Yeah. Except then move on. So, um, anyway, yeah. So, I, I did choose Team Shiver, which is a team that won because it's the right choice. And everyone who chose Fry or Big Man, you're little bitches. And, you know, you deserve the loss. <laughs> That's, you know, not, not to be too controversial, but what do you think was going to happen? Anyway, okay. That's all. You heard it here, folks. We drew, we drew a line in the sand. <laughs> Dumb bitches. I just said, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So I, have a, I have a question. Yeah, what's your question? Do you, do you think that the Pokemon company looks at Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and just gets a little sad at themselves for producing that pile of dog doo doo? No. In the same console yeah. that Zelda. They're crying, they're, they're, crying, they're crying right into they're their crying. final of, final into of their money. money pool. What do you, just what do you because think? you guys are a bunch of idiots. 
Do you do you think the Pokemon company is even aware that other games exist? Do you think that they're allowed out of their, well, their shackled? We, we did have we did have news a couple weeks back saying that Nintendo is having some serious discussions with the Pokemon yeah. company about oh. their games. That's so. how, that's fingers crossed. Fingers you crossed. You guys use too much resources. Actual, we're at, getting some actual quality control, and we're going to actually get some decent pokemon games in the i think future. that's a very that's a very good point to bring up yeah and not only that but like the po- game freak is responsible for nintendo issuing a public apology for the first time in a, wow. in in years because of the the, the mm-hmm. performance of the games the last time they publicly apologized for something was when uh their their social media account accidentally tweeted a slur which, yeah. which, 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 it was an accident, <laughs> but, but yeah, that was that that day goes on in, in infamy. So yeah, it's been a while. Um, but yeah, no, I do, and hopefully Nintendo does do something, which is which is nice because I feel like that's the only way that we'll ever see anything actually happen with the the Pokemon games in terms of quality mm-hmm. because they make too much money. Yeah. They make too much money. They don't have to do anything. Uh, have you? decided if you're going to play the dlc or not because that just came out that did just come out uh i have not purchased it um do you plan i I really don't have any plans on buying it just because like yep i am so disinterested in anything to do with uh scarlet and violet that's how much i did not enjoy i mean like i bought sword and shield day one i bought sword and shield dlc day one i bought Mm-hmm. Arceus day one. I bought Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl day one. I bought Let's Go Pikachu, Eevee day one. I bought Scarlet mm-hmm. Violet day one. Not going to buy the DLC. I, I didn't buy the DLC day one. This yeah. is the first time I didn't buy a Pokemon related product day one in mm-hmm. as long as I could remember. And and exclusively that is because of the poor performance of Scarlet and Violet. But yep. does that matter? No, because Scarlet and Violet is no. making them an infinite amount of money. So like, well, I don't know if they're talking to them about it. They might have. It might matter. Yeah, that's true. It maybe might, I don't know. maybe I'm just being like outwardly. Uh, it's okay because we have we have a new Pokemon game to buy in two weeks, anyways, which uh, should be a good time, anyways, because that'll be Detective Pikachu Returns. Mm-hmm. And uh, my God, is there a lot of games coming up? Next Nintendo's fucking killing it. I need I'm, to... Look, here's the thing. It's just First of all, the Texas Pikachu Returns looks like it's running <laughs> on like a on the SNES. I've <laughs> I have zero interest in that game. And I, I think I genuinely think Scarlet and Violet is poisoning my mind when it comes to Pokemon in general. I just don't care. I will be getting Super Mario Brothers Wonder when that releases in in a month from now. A month. Right? Yeah. But yeah, one month. There is a lot of good stuff. The same day, the same day that the next game that will absorb all of my time is coming out, Spider-Man yeah. Two mm. for the PS Five. What's your plan there? Are you, are you are you a Spider-Man man or are you going to be a Mario? Oh, boy? I I I love Spider-Man. Um, I don't. I could probably play Mario yeah. Wonder, but like, if I'm going to pick a game to play, like that day one game, I'm probably going to go put myself mm. in Spider-Man because I enjoyed mm-hmm. that story so Fair much. Enough, yeah. I agree. And I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried about this non-Charles Martinet Mario. Really? I Dude, everything that we've seen of the trailers and the, the directs that we've had, it sounds 
unnoticeable. Close. No, it's it, if you if you listen, you can tell yeah, it's I know, different. But I, I, I mean, I don't like the fact that their new catchphrase seems to be "Wowie Zowie." <laughs> Other than that, yeah. everything is everything's hunky dory for me. Yeah, that and uh, like a mushroom kingdom here we come. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That was a good Chris. Yeah, just like Martinet. Anyway, yeah, one to one scale. I mean, you know what? Speaking of that, I guess we could we could quickly transition into a little bit of news here. There was oh, hold on, boom, yeah. stinger. boom stinger. That's good. It felt primal. All right, mm-hmm. I want to I want to go through some of the some of the stuff that was revealed at the very recent Nintendo Direct. Now we we missed yep. it a little bit. But I don't give a shit because I feel like we need to talk about it. And also, it happened on the 14th, so technically we're we're within the week time frame. So let's just yeah, get let's. Yeah. I want to get this one out of the way. Let's just dive right in, boys. Super uh, super Paper Mario, <laughs> the Thousand Year Door is being remade for the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're talking enhanced HD graphics. We're talking completely mm-hmm. built from the ground up to run on the superior hardware that is a Nintendo Switch. This game is a pinnacle cornerstone of my childhood. I'm going to assume at least Chris's. And then after that, I don't know where the, the rest of you fall in on this one. Well, not so much childhood for me. Yeah, early yeah. adulthood. I never played I Paper Mario. <laughs> never played Paper Mario? No, I've looked at it and I'm just like... Interesting, just never See, got that's, around that's, to it. So I'll, I'll probably play The Paper this. Mario franchise in general, there's a very weird curve to it. E- e- Paper mm-hmm. Mario, acceptable. It's fantastic. Paper Mario on the Thousand Year Door, perfection. Awesome. Great game. And then, then it, it slopes very hard downward. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a, um, like they peaked. <laughs> like, a, like a paper airplane. Good, when, like, when you like, throw it. You get that nice apex, and then it gets that it gets right to that peak of the flight, and then it just knows like, right, right. I right would, down. I would yeah. put the argument out there that since the thousand year door, it's just been on a steady decline. There hasn't been a single one where it looked like it was making a reversal. And I think yeah. I, and I don't know what happened. I, I I've heard rumors of Miyamoto being like, okay, I want every Paper Mario to be different from the last one. I do not want to introduce any new characters to the franchise, and and. It also suffered, I think, from that weird split where it, it went from Paper Mario in one direction and then the other direction was the Mario and Luigi series. Mm. So I don't know, yeah. man. It just felt like Nintendo was trying to do a whole bunch of different things at once without actually deciding on what it is that they wanted to do. But Paper Mario yeah, Thousand Year Door, quality game. Please pick it up. I know a lot of I, I've seen a lot of people online talking about why is Nintendo releasing so many remakes and remasters? Well, the other thing too is you're getting access to this game that was on the Nintendo yeah. GameCube, and you now don't have to pay 150 this, Canadian yes. dollars to this play is this a game. Very expensive wow. game if you want to buy the just original. Not, you just play a hundred now. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, but hundred to play on current gen software. No, I'm, just, I'm just, I was wondering. Stop being a little bitch. Okay, look, I, 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 dollar, I you're, you're coming in already. You're, you're, you're being very aggressive. I don't appreciate that. I don't. I didn't feel like I was. I'm actually really excited for Nintendo games coming out. And now I feel bad. I he seems genuine. I am What's so glad that like we're getting a whole bunch of 
legitimate Nintendo titles being remade. Yeah. And my question is, where is it, Nintendo? Where's Earthbound? Come on. It's never happening. You know you can do I this. Wanna, look, you can do this. Ten more years, if, minimum. Come on. If if Nintendo is going through this approach of like... Because, by the way, there's, there's more remakes that we're going to talk about. Um, but I feel like after 20 years... Go ahead, remake it. Do you you get a pass on that? Twenty years is a, is a lifetime when it comes to the video game industry. I I feel like the people that are complaining say, "Well, they're remaking the Thousand Year Door." It's like, yes, they're remaking the Thousand Year Door. It's a twenty year old game. They have the right to remake it. Who gives a shit? It's not like The Last of yeah. Us. Especially the since Last of Us is on its fourth remaster. Changed so much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm very excited for this. Um, it's coming out sometime in 2024. That's all we know. That's yeah. fine, dude. Nintendo was stacked from like now until the end of the year. I'm, I'm totally okay with that. Uh, another remake. This one, an extreme remake. Mario versus Donkey Kong. Yeah. So, this was kind of yeah, left this field. Came out of nowhere. I was, I was not expecting this at all. So this is an entry in the long-running Mario versus Donkey Kong series of puzzle platforming games coming right to the Nintendo Switch. The next entry features, features local co-op play. And it's coming to Switch on February 16th, 2024. Chris, do you ever play the Mario vs. Donkey Kong games? Uh, I played a couple of them. I had one on my uh, Nintendo DS when I had bought it, and I played yeah. that one. Um, it's, it's 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 a different kind of thing. You know, it's it's just something that you play to kill time, I think. It wasn't like a real like serious, like, I'm going to play a video game game. This was like a, a I guess some puzzly, time. fun I'll game just, for me to play. Sit yeah. Down. Yeah. I always liked the story of it. I liked how it like, like it canonically takes place after the original Donkey Kong games. Like a couple, a little bit of time has passed, yeah. and now it's like the continuation. But I think it's cool, dude. I like the whole Mario versus Donkey Kong rivalry that they got going on. I, I do think it's funny that we did get rumors of a Donkey Kong and an F Zero uh, coming to the next Switch, and then this ends up being like what comes out was this and uh the ca- extremely chaotic <laughs> i can't wait to play this f099 have you not had a chance to play it yet <laughs> no Dude, i need to is, play it, it. it is psychotic i'm, <laughs> like I'm sure away. that game is ridiculous yeah we'll talk about it in a, in a second i'm i'm just surprised that we we didn't get a, <laughs> a super mario kart 99 yeah i feel like that's that has to be next man it's in the. It's, it's got to be in the same be in the vein. Pipeline, yeah. Well, I mean, Mario Kart Ten well, is not coming out for another Mario Kart Nine. Never mind. Mario Kart Nine is not coming out for another like twenty years. So like, they got to fill the gap, right? Yeah. Well, didn't F Zero like inspire Mario Kart pretty much? Well, I mean, F Zero started as a, a tech demo. Like it was just a, te- it, it was a tech Kart. demo, and then it just caught on, and you know they they just kept going with it. Yeah, I don't know. I I have did to they... look at the timeline. Did they put F Zero on the SNES digital version? I don't think so, so. Yeah. Okay, good. You don't want to play that game again. So good. Oh, okay. Um, it, it's it is kind of funny that remember the story we did. Uh, this got to be months back about the guy who bought shares in Nintendo to become yes. a shareholder, so that he could go to a shareholder meeting <laughs> and say, "Please give me a new F Zero." I, I, I want to believe that someone in the company is like, you know what, for this guy, let's, <laughs> let's, let's do this. 
This will hold it, him yeah. off. Give F zero ninety nine, dude. Listen, <laughs> listen. If he's willing to do that much, just wait till he builds up more capital. He might take over the whole yeah. damn company. I want to say, yo, the the ninety nine series of games underrated. They're, They're all good. All They're of all them good. are good. All of them are worth your time. If if you're a member of Nintendo Online, just try them out, dude. Because now this is this is the dude, fourth st- one, isn't it? I still play. I still play Tetris 99. Tetris 99, incredible. Pac-Man 99, I hear, I, I don't know if this is true or not. I hear that, that they might be looking on taking that one down as well. Uh, Mario oh, 35, which was up for Mario 35th's anniversary, which is now also taken yeah. down, was an incredible experience. Now we have F-099. Yeah, which yeah. is, uh, by the way, free if you have the Nintendo Switch online subscription. So you can, you can play that right now. It's a lot of fun, and Nintendo has gone on record in saying that they're looking at bringing more content to that game. So I guess it did well enough for Nintendo to be like, "Yeah, we'll support this for a little bit." Sweet. Maybe maybe we'll be lucky, and the, they'll get some interest. Be like, "Well, man, maybe we could do a new F Zero." Maybe, uh, dude. This has to be testing the waters for F Zero, right? Like they got to be okay. Here's like a mm-hmm. low effort, you know, little budget thing. It didn't cost us much to make. Let's just see how people react to it. Yeah. Anyway, um, so next up, I mean, after F zero ninety nine, Splatoon three side order expansion pass, baby. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take over for a little bit here. Yeah, yeah. So Splatoon three side order DLC promises a brand new story as players ascend the spire of order in an endlessly replayable experience. Now, do you know what that means, gentlemen? Uh, you just keep playing no, it over no, and over no, again. No, no, no. It means we're getting a roguelike. No. We're, getting, <laughs> we're getting a roguelike put into Splatoon, baby. It's an incredible time to be a pro gamer. I'm telling you why. I mean, uh, dude. And also the Spire of Order. Here's the thing. This is this is the exact same thing as, as what Returnal did with their DLC. <laughs> But yeah, so it looks like we're going to a, 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 a bleached coral city that has a massive spire that seems to be running some sort of marine life canning facility. Like, I don't know if it's a, like a fish factory or something. Splatoon, is, it does an incredible job with their imagery and everything. It's really good. But yeah, it looks like we'll be able to get new abilities. We'll be able to pick the abilities that we want, slot them into your character and climb higher and higher into the spire until eventually you get to the top and maybe slay the spire. I don't know, man. I don't know where the crossovers end. Unfortunately, this DLC that you were allowed to buy in Splatoon, you could buy the DLC, the expansion pass that went on sale like four or five months ago. Right. Mm -hmm. Side order is coming out. In six goddamn months. Are they out of their fucking mind? What are they doing to me? Six months. What I don't even know what I'm gonna be like in six months. You think like what am I supposed to be anyway, here? Or what else? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I can't promise that. And now we gotta wait for whatever. Either way. If this if this ends up being half as fun as you know what they showed off in the trailer, I'm all for it. I'm very excited for it, even though it's six goddamn months away. All right. Uh, we saw a little bit more of Super Mario RPG. This is uh, Remake mm-hmm. Square's beloved role-playing game with a few new tweaks, including updated action commands to unleash all new triple moves. 
when it comes to Switch on November 17th, uh, Nintendo showed off a slick new trailer of the remake. It looks great, dude. It looks really nice. I'm, I, mm-hmm. This is a day one purchase for me. And I, I highly recommend anybody who has not been able to play the Super Mario RPG, which is a lot of people, uh, because it is kind of a niche game. Yeah, Pasquale, absolutely. Uh, pick this yeah, one up, dude. If it's, it's a niche game, and it's also expensive. Yeah. That's what I like about these remakes, you know? Sure, if you if, all if you're bucks. like a diehard crazy dude who needs to have the original game, you, you that option is still available for you as it always is. But if you're like just a normal dude who wants to play these games, you have a really well, you have a more affordable way of doing that as opposed to the alternative. So I, I think that's always yes, then finding a copy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? I, I always think that's going to be that's always a benefit no matter what. If you uh, if you like that game, see a stars. That's the exact same way the combat works. Oh wow! Oh good. Is, is Nintendo aware about that? Because they might have some uh, some words <laughs> with them later. Oh, uh, maybe not. Yeah, we'll oh, find shit. out. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, another code recollection. This is a Nintendo DS game. It was Trace Memory, and then on the Wii, it got a sequel called Another Code R: A Journey into Lost Memories. That sequel is never released in North America, but now we're getting both of them coming to the Nintendo Switch on January 19th, 2024. I played Trace Memory on the DS. I got it for Christmas when I was like a child. Played through that whole game, loved it. It actually spawned my, some, uh, I wouldn't say love, but it, it spawned my acceptance of visual novels. Yeah. There you go. And I heard there I was the a... DS did that for a lot of people. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there was quite a few really well done visual novels on the DS. Uh, but I did remember hearing about the sequel to the Wii that we just never got, and I was a little bit of I was a little bit of a crybaby bitch about it. But after all these years, I'll finally be able to get it to play when it comes uh, to the Switch next year. All right, um, perfect. This is a big one. I was surprised mm-hmm. by this one, Princess Peach mm-hmm. Showtime. Yeah, this another one like Nintendo is just. Pulling out just all these bangers out of their pocket. Out of the park, just man. Uh, a night every, every yeah, month, dude. Absolutely insane. But a uh, night in the theater goes south. Goes south when Grape and the Sour Bunch, the Wicked Grape, take over the Sparkle Theater, forcing Princess Peach and the theater's guardian Stella to save the day in Princess Peach Showtime. Peach will assume various forms, each with unique gameplay like Detective Peach, Kung Fu Peach, and Sword Fighter Peach. Princess Peach Showtime is releasing on March 22nd, 2024. I like, I like how hard you pronounced that G. Yeah, You're like you. Tony the Tiger. Great. Great. Look, man. <laughs> walking around naming a character Grape. Come on. We we got to we got to enunciate a little bit here just to protect ourselves as an audio only podcast. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, I think this game looks great, dude. I know. I by the way, I fully understand and I've accepted this. I, I am not the target audience for this game, except I am. Mm-hmm. I absolutely am mm-hmm. because I'm buying this game day one, baby. I don't know. What do you guys think about this? I I think it's a huge step up from Princess Peach's last game. Super yeah. Princess Peach. With, that harness the powers of her emotions. Yeah, I th- I think it's nice to see we're getting another Princess Peach uh, yeah. title. I think that's I think it's great. I like that Nintendo you... is. Uh... Go ahead, Stefano. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I I like how Nintendo is like 
We got the Mario games, and everybody knows what a Mario game is, right? We got Donkey Kong games, and and that has its own identity. Yoshi has its own thing. Kirby, right? Like, we have all these characters, but they're all unique in what they bring. And Peach is now trying to find who she is, right? I feel like the the character of Peach got like a massive, like a a Pfizer boost right in the arm in character development when it came to the Super Mario movie where she kind of stopped being this damsel in distress. And now she's like, Oh, she's a fighter. You know, she's scrappy. She's willing to put up with shit. Right. It's like, okay, let's take that. Give her her own stuff to deal with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I, I I think they've done a good job of making these side characters have, like you said, have their own like actual story and unique gameplay to make them their own thing. Like, like toad and his treasure tracking. Yeah. And Luigi and his ghost hunting. You know what I mean? Like it's just, they're more than just like they gave them their palette niche. swaps. Yeah, it's cool. Like they, yeah. they've done a good job of like everyone's like, oh, they just put out like more Nintendo, more Mario games. It's like, well, they're Mario universe games, but they're very different. Like they're not just fucking Mario jumping around, hitting shit. Like they're different. Yeah. Any so anyone who plays any of the Luigi's Mansion games and goes to like Mario Odyssey, it's like, oh, it's the same game. It's like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? It's Ghostbusters, <laughs> baby. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I'm excited for this, dude. I I dude. I'm so I cannot wait to control Princess Peach. You get to dress up in like pretty outfits and and go fight some grapes, dude. <laughs> wait till yeah. you get those amiibos, dude. I am really. I can't wait. Okay, uh, we talked about this one a bit before. Detective Pikachu returns. Uh, Pikachu and his pal Tim Goodman are back for a new adventure where they're looking for answers to a jewel heist. What happened to Tim's dad? And strange Pokemon-related incidents through Rhyme City is coming out uh, October sixth, mm-hmm. two weeks away, yeah. less than two weeks. Yeah, it's two ridiculous. Weeks away. Who would have guessed? Uh, speaking of Luigi's Mansion, Not Luigi's me. Mansion Two HD is coming out uh, in summer of 2024, which seems like a mistake to me, but that's fine too. It's going to be adding uh, co-op play for up to four players. I noticed, by the way, that they, uh, they're they not calling this Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. This is simply Luigi's Mansion 2. Yeah, I'm, I'm speculating that's because Luigi's Mansion 3 didn't have a suffix, so they kind of just wanted to streamline it and just be 1, 2, 3, just to not confuse yeah, I, people. I agree, yeah. Which is weird, too. You know what? Because, well, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, usually that was a 3DS game, wasn't it? It was yeah, a 3DS game. So usually game, they like yeah. to throw in the DS moniker in there somewhere, but DM doesn't really doesn't really sell it, right? So maybe mm-hmm. maybe they were ashamed. Could have been like Dark Moon DS. Could get that to work. Dark Moon. I don't know. Hmm. All right. Uh, one that I am very excited for: WarioWare Move It. Wario and friends slash employees are going on an island getaway for their next micro games collection. WarioWare Move It. Nintendo promises more than 200 micro games and multiplayer fun when the new WarioWare arrives on Switch on November 3rd. I've been a huge fan of these games since I was a child. I played every single one, even mm-hmm. the shit one on the goddamn Wii U, which was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I even mm-hmm. played the shit one on the Switch, which was also a nightmare. I played the shit one on the DS. <laughs> Yeah, looking back, I think I only really like the one of the Game Boy fans. <laughs> <laughs> and even to, I think I only like, like one of these games, which was the first one I played. Uh, no, but I mean, this looks great. I'm excited for it. I'm going to be picking up day one. It comes out on November 3rd. Why not? What else is coming out in November? What else am I going to do that month? You know, it's not like anything else is coming out. 
Uh, we also got some news on the sixth and final piece of DLC for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is arriving this holiday season, probably before probably before Christmas, because they are selling a Mario Kart bundled Switch, which will be available soon. Uh, it's going to bring new courses, new racers, uh, such as Diddy Kong, Funky Kong, Paulina, and Pichette to the best-selling kart racer. Yeah. There's... This game has too much stuff. So much content, dude. And just in time for them to remaster it and put it on the the next successor to the Switch. Yeah. (laughs) All right. And that's it for like the main big Nintendo announcements. There's other stuff announced at the Nintendo Direct, but I mean, you know, who cares? We got a Sega Emerald Beyond, Unicorn Overlord, Contra Operation Galaga, Trombone Champ, which I actually, we should talk about Trombone Champ because. (laughs) <laughs> that's a that's a that's a that's the pinnacle of video games right there dude that, My, that's it, that's i, I have it. one comment to make about trombone champ then it's over to you guys sure. if you want to say anything i really like we all grew up playing guitar hero right i like yeah. how in mm-hmm. guitar hero when you miss a note you know you get the like you know kind of messes with it yeah in trombone champ even if you play the note perfectly it still sounds like you're fucking it up and and, <laughs> and that really yeah. it adds to the charm dude <laughs> The, those those scratchy sounds are <laughs> are you hitting uh you're hitting harmonics and stuff like that and dead oh, notes there we go. on a guitar just from, oh that's good yeah. cool uh outside of that we got the classic tomb raider remasters that's tomb raider one two and three prince of persia the lost crown horizon chase two and that's it that's Man. it that's not bad dude that's that's a stuff. quality nintendo direct right there moving into the holiday season obviously right but Overall, mm-hmm. man, that's uh, incredible. Love to see it. Thank you, Nintendo, for once again giving me a reason to, uh, you know, live right. another six months. Arigato gozaimasu. Right, yeah, yeah. Cool. Do <laughs> you guys have any thoughts about the Nintendo Direct before we move on to the next uh, topic? I think for what it, I think for what we got out of that Nintendo Direct, uh, it was it was nice to see some new stuff. I wish we got a bigger thing, but. We are so loaded with Nintendo stuff for like the next six months yeah. that it's fine. There won't be a bigger thing till they announce Switch Two, probably. Yeah, well, I I just meant like fish. I I was expecting like another remaster or something uh-huh. like some of an of a beloved property right. that takes place in a nineteen fifties Americana. Mm. It's <laughs> never happening. Talking about Paper Mario, right? So give it up. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. I'm surprised that you don't think because they they say Paper Mario was like their one more thing, right? I've, I'm surprised yeah. that that was as uh, controversial as it seemed to have been on the internet. People were really divided on that one. I think a lot of it is just there's some people that are mad that they are remaking a game instead of putting out something new, and then the other part is. You get the collectors that are like, well, this is just going to either drive the value of my game lower. And then the other side of that is some people saying, well, this is only going to drive the value of that game higher and then I can't purchase it. I'm just I'm not sure what they expect for new. They They already announced a new Peach game and a new Mario game. A new Zelda game just came out. They announced a new Metroid game. Who know the fuck? Who the fuck knows when that's coming? So like what up, like years. like Star Fox like that's the next game you're gonna ask for. We're, like, we're also getting a new AAA Nintendo um, game every month for like I, the next six months. I think, 
I think one camp is looking for that game they announced five years ago that they had to scrap and restart from right. fresh. Yeah, Metroid, yeah. <laughs> I, it's because they're bringing it on a Switch 2. We're not seeing Metroid at all. It's going to be a while. <laughs> maybe, maybe holiday 2025. Maybe. It's a launch title with Switch 2, I'm telling if you. Any, yeah, it's going to be a launch title. We'll we'll get a sequel to uh, Metroid. Uh, this is this Dragon. is how I'm gonna. This is how I choose to gauge how close we are to Metroid Four. We've we got yeah. Metroid Prime remastered the first remastered. Yeah. yeah. When's the second one? When's the third one? When the third one drops? Yeah, after the, two and yeah, after the yeah, third one drops, yeah. we're like, okay, we're getting close. It's coming. We we know. No no, hang on. Then they'll and release then like, a, a combo pack. Yeah, they have to release like a, 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 a triple deluxe steel pack. Yeah. Right? They'll, they'll release uh, uh, HD versions of uh, the Game Boy Advance <laughs> yeah. games, and then uh, we'll, we'll get a sequel to Once Metroid. Once the Infinity Dread. Stones like have been years. collected in the was, Metroid remakes, then we'll get Metroid Prime Four. What's that one? Metroid Star Force or whatever the fuck that one was for the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the bad one. We don't talk about yeah, that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that, We're gonna do Metroid Other that, M too. <laughs> between yep. Metroid Other M and like Squad. Soccer, yes, what, yeah, what was it was called. Jesus Christ, those yeah. two games almost killed the franchise. <laughs> yeah, get yeah, dread saved it. I I don't think I've ever seen so much of a of a vitriol reaction Hate. after that soccer yeah. Metroid game came out, dude. And Nintendo was so proud of it too. That's wild. <laughs> look, it, look what we did. Oh, get the fuck anyway. Out of here. That's ridiculous. All right, all right. Let's talk about Unity. Boom. Stinger. Yeah. All right. Unity's recent announcement of a controversial runtime fee has sparked outrage among game developers worldwide. This fee, set to take effect on January 1st, 2024, has left many studios concerned about its potential impact on their businesses. The fee would be charged each time a game is installed subject to certain thresholds. Developers are worried about the uncertainty surrounding just how this fee will affect their operations. Some developers, like us two games, Danny, Gray, and Lucas Pope, have criticized Unities for the lack of clarity and the potential negative consequences of this fee. Gray expressed ast- mm-hmm. uh, astonishment at Unity's ill-thought-out plans and suggested that platforms like Apple Arcade and Netflix might refuse to to pay these fees, leading to developers abandoning Mm -hmm. the engine completely. Despite Unity's subsequent apology and promise to revise the policy, developers remain frustrated. Over 500 developers have protested against the runtime fee policy. European game development organizations have called for regulatory intervention to investigate the impact on such non-negotiable contracts on competition in the market. While some acknowledge Mm -hmm. Unity's need to improve its financial stability, developers argue that sudden changes like this could harm their business more than anything else. They do emphasize with the importance of transparent and stable pricing models in the industry. This is something that we do need in order for the industry to not cave in on itself like a dying star. But developers are now contemplating switching game engines or reevaluating their use of Unity for future projects due to the loss of trust created by this controversy. Unity's reputation among developers may have suffered irreparable damage, leading to uncertainty about the engine's future 
in the entire industry. Yeah, the one thing you don't do as a company that creates something that people use to build games is piss off your biggest supporters. Not even the biggest supporters. All of your supporters. Every Every single one of them. But but here's the thing, right? If you want to screw over the little guys, you're a bigger company. It's a little easier for you to strong arm a little company than it is for you to to take on juggernauts such as Disney, (laughs) uh, Nintendo, Pokemon, you know what I mean? Among like us. you're you're not just messing among, among us. Yeah. Oh yeah, fall fall guys uh-huh. among us. The amount of games that run on Unity is just it's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot, and and the fact that like you're now messing with companies like like Microsoft, mm-hmm. like Cuphead runs on on Unity. Pokemon Go runs on Unity. Marvel, Marvel Snap, Snap runs on. Hearthstone runs on Unity. Um, Among Us, you yeah. know, Tunic, like the the list goes on and on. Like it's insane. You got you got games that are like um, like Beat Saber, Hollow Knight, which we were supposed to get uh, Silk Song, I we're believe is the, the game, next yeah. one. They're they're said that <laughs> well, they are going to stop yeah. <laughs> and remake it on a whole new engine. We're, we're never getting that game. <laughs> Everybody's gonna just move to Unreal. Like the, that's what's gonna like, end up happening. Part of the problem is like, that this... cult... go ahead, sorry. Cult of the Lamb. Uh they they tweeted out like hope you have your game, game down. uh because we're we're deleting it. And apparently that was a joke, but like the the company <laughs> that makes apparently uh the, the company that makes like these games, I think it was Massive Monster, uh they were saying like our whole dev team is specialized in making games in Unity, and if this is going to be the case, we're all going to be learning a new program. Yeah. Shit. Well, because part of the problem is that this game punishes you for being this game. This model punishes you for being successful. It, yeah. it, not only does it punish you for being successful, but it also there's like a little hidden thing in there that they want you to use their ad program and screw out their competition. Basically, they've also made claims. They're like, we can, we can, uh, we we can work against people like downloading the game, deleting the game, downloading the game. And how could you ever do that? So, like, if someone wanted to fuck over a developer yeah. and really charge them money, they could download the game, delete it, download the game, delete it, so and get a bunch. Apparently, of apparently, the fee download. is only for the first time installation of of the game on a device or or per account. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but that's something that you can't do. When it comes to what you were saying about the ads. Apparently, that's like a recent development that's still underway. But but essentially, the way it works is that for some mobile games, like the fees that would be instated on this thing equal 100%. Like they take everything. And the way to avoid those fees is to use Unity's own uh, ad services for your game. Yep. So, so yep. really what this is, is Unity muscling out the ad providers of mobile games and becoming a monopoly for for advertisements Mm. now that's like close to conspiracy theory stuff but like people are saying like what if that is the actual goal here for unity to become the sole provider of mobile advertisements and everyone has to go through them because otherwise they'll they'll take all of your profits oh that's bullshit yeah (laughs) i think that's that's a very interesting thing to, to look at other than that 
Uh, this whole this whole thing is ridiculous. This is absolutely insane. The fact that it, you know the the industry, for the most part, runs on Unity, like they won, right? They they won on they it runs on like three yeah like three engines. <laughs> Unity, runs, yeah, Game Maker, engines. and Unreal. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. Yeah, right. But like, yeah, like a lot of people use Unity. A lot of indie developers use Unity. The big guys are still using Unity because you know it's it's. Mm-hmm. It's the bread and butter of the industry. It was. Yeah, it's, it's accessible. It was, yeah. And now it's just, uh, I, I just, I just don't understand. I, I understand what the plan was. The plan was let's make money, okay. But did you not? <laughs> you can't screw on, your your base. Someone walked on a whiteboard and was like, "Game maker arrow money down arrow <laughs> game maker arrow." Like, and like, I was like was, done. No, no <laughs> were they sitting around a table? It's like, wait a minute, guys. Well, the people that use our thing, they're making games, right? It's like, yeah. So, well, they're making money from that game, right? So, yeah. That should be our money. Mm-hmm. Aren't we wow. Aren't we making those games? Without <laughs> like, us, they couldn't make well, a game. So. What the fuck do you well, want, Apparently, man? the uh, I, I think it was the CFO or something, CEO, I can't remember what it was, from EA moved yeah, over he's to an EA. Now he's this an is EA like his man, baby. Yeah. 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 So well, it's like, it? well, this kind of makes sense. <laughs> Isn't like he the bad guy in like a bunch of people's games? Like, so there's, like, exactly. there's like an indie developer that like used him <laughs> as a bad guy. Now he will be even more. Yeah, I don't know. It's I mean, this is one of those things that's like we're gonna keep an eye on. We're gonna see how it plays out. The deadline is coming up because right now these changes are set to take effect next year, January first. January first, yeah, twenty twenty four. That's that's not a lot of time. Honestly, man, if. If you're playing a game that runs on Unity, keep an eye Take on it, it man. Keep an eye, <laughs> dude. I'm very nervous for Marvel Snap, considering how much money they have to pay Marvel for that license. Oh my god! So we're gonna we're gonna definitely see what happens to those guys. But uh, yeah, but it's not just them. It's 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 a lot. So hmm. this this could be. I hate to say it, this could be the beginning of the video game Armageddon. No, no I think you just, just move to another. Engine. I think that yeah. this yeah. is it's a very clickbaity topic here. I definitely see the end of the video game industry because of it. We'll have to wait. You know, who knows how it'll actually play out? But I predict doom, gloom, uh, and suffering because of this. Mm. Yeah, man. If if Unreal is smart, they'll fucking capitalize. They're gonna come in. They should come with like an ad campaign. They should dunk Worst on you really super hard. <laughs> I feel like, like yeah, they Unreal and Game Maker. Hard. Yeah. Unreal and Game Maker is gonna they're gonna step up. They have to capitalize on they, this. They, they yeah, they need do. their like we share games video. Well, yeah, they, like, need, that's they need yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. Well didn't you see all the like the top people in the company were like taking out stocks and everything, like <laughs> even up to twelve months before they announced this? <laughs> so it's like clearly something was going on over there. They're like, we know this is gonna fuck everything. <laughs> they, Let's just capitalize as much just, as we can. People working at Unity to get a memo one day. It's like we're doing what? <laughs> it's like fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. No. Suddenly their is, stocks uh, have crashed fifty percent. People <laughs> just short them. But yeah, no. I mean, overall, <laughs> I think we're all in agreement that this is just a, a horrible, scummy thing to do that could lead to the end oh, of, yeah. of quite a few beloved games and. I can appreciate that they need to make money on their thing, and yeah, like this so whole, they are a business. And, and with this whole like advent of streaming services, a platform they need to come up with different monetization patterns. Like I, I understand this, but this was not it. No, yeah, mm. <laughs> this is not it, Chief. 
also even if they fully backpedal you know i i think even if they do a complete 180 on this thing you've still burnt the shit out of your entire user base you, you you've yeah. completely like, left a bad taste you've in shot mouth. every single one of them right in the foot and sometimes you really when you do that now. after you shoot them in the <laughs> foot you turn around and you say oh sorry i meant to do that Oops. but you seem <laughs> upset so i'm gonna apologize like they're not gonna be like oh, okay that's fair no like I, I think people have. I think damage has already been done, and now it's now mm-hmm. it's going to come down to how is Unity going to react to the damage? Are they going to double down and be like, "Well, we'll we still got eighty percent of them. Let's just bleed these ones instead," or are they just going to actually try to stop the you know don't go down into the submarine to visit the Titanic? Jeez, too soon, too soon for that. No, it's okay. Go ahead. All right. Anyway, um. Yeah, so that's it. I mean, this is a story that we will be talking about more in the future because we got we got three months until until D Day, you know. Anyway, let's talk about how. Speaking of how the video game industry is ending, Boom Stinger, mm-hmm. unprecedented. That's right. We talk about one unprecedented thing every week on this show. It's incredible how frequently these unprecedented things happen. Uh, but an unprecedented Microsoft leak reveals plan for a brand new Xbox system. First of all, I hate this thing. I, I hate the way it looks. Yep. <laughs> I, I hate everything about it. But it's a two. Besides the point, it looks fine. It's no, just blank. S- don't you fucking dare! Microsoft has planned a ref- uh, a refresh to its current Xbox line for potential release next year and has mapped out an ambitious multi-device approach to the new generation that will follow in 2028, which is uh, which is now outlined by this newly leaked document. Here's why it matters. The internal documents offer a stunningly clear, if potentially dated, view of what Microsoft has planned for its gaming division in the near future. Those uh, These details appeared in files not listed among the exhibits released by the U.S. District Court of Northern Carolina, or California, <clears throat> over the weekend as part of the Federal Trade Commission's lawsuit to block Microsoft's 69 billion bid for Activision Blizzard. That's still going on, by the way. Um, <laughs> but late Monday night, a user at gaming forum Resetera posted that a... Reset era. Reset era. Jesus Christ. Resetera. Resetera no, is so much better. Yeah, that's way better, yeah. But late Monday night, a user at gaming forum Resetera posted that a seemingly innocuous disposition shared by the court contained attachments loaded with Microsoft plans. You never want an attachment that's loaded, baby. A mid-generation Xbox refresh. Brooklyn, Eli, Eli Wood, and Sibyl? Elwood. Selbil? Sibyl? Sibyl? Sibyl. New versions of the current model of the Xbox could be on tap for next year, according to one of the leaked attachments, a side deck from May 2022. In it, Xbox leaders showed off Brooklyn, codenamed for a refresh of the Xbox Series X console. It did uh, it didn't added it didn't added horsepower to the console, but offered a revised. It didn't added horsepower to the console, but offered a revised feature set. An all Digital device, no disk drive, two terabytes of storage, and lower power consumption. Priced at five hundred dollars. I'm sorry, four ninety nine. 
All digital. U.S., to be clear. No disk drive. The same presentation also showed a slightly revamped Xbox Series X dubbed Elwood and a new Xbox controller codenamed Sybil that contains a tilt sensor, quieter buttons, and the ability to connect to a mobile app. Microsoft Slides listed the new controller's launch for May 2024 with a rollout of the refreshed model uh, that fall for the Xbox. But yes, uh, it's unclear if Microsoft still plans to release these devices, let alone on this timeline. All of this is, you know, leaked documents from a court case that really we probably shouldn't have ever seen in our lifetimes. But again, this mm-hmm. is un- this is this week's unprecedented thing. So yeah, looks like uh, the future of Xbox is digital only, baby. And it, look, I hate to say it, that's that's where gaming is going. Sooner or later, yes. sooner rather than later, everything is going to be digital only. Companies are not going to want you to own things. They want you to rent things from them. That's that's how it is. Mm-hmm. It's easier that way. And we're living in a capitalistic hellscape. Everyone's well, that's what Xbox wants you to want because they are they have to change the game, right, to, to catch up. I guess so, yeah. They're not winning, I, so they got to change the game. Yeah, So, maybe. like, fuck it, let's change the game now, baby. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just... I don't know, man. Just as it is, I do not like digital only. I, I think it's a mistake. I understand that. I, I understand that the reason I don't want digital only is for the exact same reasons the companies do want digital only, right? So it's going to happen. I have no power in this. And I, I'm just mad about it, honestly. That's all, that's all it comes down to. I'm, I'm mad that they're removing people's choice. Yeah. I don't really care. But like I'm digital only. I, like I just don't care. I just don't like that they're not allowing people to yeah. choose. Oh, but according to the graphic, I, I can understand why. According to the graphic, they're, we're giving our fans more to love—a beautiful and innovative new design, more internal storage for games because you're gonna fucking need it. USB-C front port with a power delivery, all new, more immersive controllers, and the same great, great price of four ninety nine. That's right. Yeah, you guys are right. Really innovative. Apple did it like ten years ago, and I had to change it because it looks like a trash can. <laughs> By the way, this thing looks um, like a like an Amazon Alexa. A, <laughs> it does look like an Alexa. That's a that's a very good. It looks exactly like an Alexa. No, it's, yeah, it's super innovative, guys. I don't, I don't know, Chris. How are you feeling about this? It's <laughs> if there's anything that makes me fuming, is is the downfall of any kind of collector's physical tangent thing you know is is it see i i feel like you don't like it because you want to have a collection and you want to be able to physically own the media this way that it's yours and you can do with it what you need to do with it regardless of the time is that relatively close to to how you feel yeah yeah see i i don't like this because the companies are saving money and going to charge us more. That's that's why that I don't too. like it. Well, Xbox won't. They're just going to charge you uh, $30, $20 a month. They're not going to charge me anything because I'm not buying it. But my problem well, is... They would charge you if they could. <laughs> my <laughs> issue is that if this actually works, then Sony and eventually, eventually Nintendo is going to follow. Sony's going to follow probably within the next generation. Nintendo will follow probably by the time I'm in my 50s. So I, I got some time. You're, I'm your um, dead. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, man, I don't know. I I, I've, I always have an issue with the companies being like, hey, we're, we're first of all, you don't own anything. We're going to charge you more. And by the way, uh, you know, give us money every month. Like, it's like, come on, man. Like, what, mm-hmm. what do you want from us? Anyway. And supposedly they're doubling down. 
How do because you their next console is is considered a uh, what they call it Stream. a cloud console because it's going to oh, be God. it includes phones, web browsers, and handheld systems, um, and they're going to do shared computing. I'm. Well, we know how well cloud gaming worked for the last company that pushed that one. Really, really. Well, I think the idea. I, guess... I don't think it's. Go ahead, Pat. Sorry. No, I, I'm really happy that it's recently upgraded to Bell Five because uh, turns out I'm going to yeah, need it. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're planning on like legit streaming the game fully. I think the idea is that like it boosts the processor of the game, so it's better graphics without internal memory. So I think it's like a mix of both. Hmm. The fuck do I know? Maybe. Although apparently uh, that works, considering Cyberpunk 2077 ran, ran best on Stadia, so that might there might be something to it. Look, no one knows because no one played it, but that's not a, that's not an accomplishment. <laughs> that's fair enough. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, you, you came in first, but no one else was really running. <laughs> well, they were they were, but they, they kept getting. Here's your first, second, and third medal. <laughs> Anyway, whatever. That's it for that's it for this week's news, which brings us towards the end of the show, where I believe we're going to transition into a game where in which I'm incredibly far ahead. It's time for hold on, let me find that. Let me find this thing. I gotta find it. For uh, technically. <laughs> It was the first. It was the first one on the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the end of the show, where we like to play a little game, and it's called. Uh, technically, there is only, well, one essential rule to this game, is that I will give you a statement, and all answers have to be started with. Uh, technically, uh, you know, just like Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, exactly you may like interrupt me at any time that you think that you have the correct answer <coughs> to the incorrect statement. And currently, Pat, you have a whopping seven points. <laughs> Stefano coming in close with four. And Pasquale with two. But it could be anyone's. <laughs> <game>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, with that, your first statement is about Kirby Superstar. Oh, baby, let's go. Let's give it to Pat. Seven games in one? That sounds like fun. This title introduced the copy hats, which introduced Kirby's appearance, which changed Kirby's appearance based on which power he was wielding. Oh, this game uh, also gave Kirby... Kirby Superstar had eight games in one, not seven. That's correct. Kirby Superstar had eight games in one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Oh my god! <laughs> I told you guys, just give it to Pat. I thought I, I, could pull, I thought I could just pull a fast one on you guys. <laughs> you you, yeah. to him you snuck it place. right in the beginning there. Hoping. I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear the rest of it though. Uh, what else? I even made it rhyme. Yeah, you know, go for it. Yeah, yeah. there might thing. be another one. Yeah, okay. uh, this game also gave Kirby the copy ability to transform an equipped copy built ability into a helper, which added a new kind of co- cooperative mm. play to the mix. The helper uh, could then be controlled by the game's AI or controlled by a second player, and each helper had its own set there of moves. Go. That's a good one. Say yeah. games in one. Everyone knows cool. that. Yeah, sure, yeah, for sure. I, I, I wanted you to get Pat. it. Thank you, Stefano. I know, I know you're the resident okay. Kirby expert. 
Absolutely. Well, here's here's something uh, we can all agree is a great series to get into. This one is about Duke oh, Nukem. Specifically, Duke Nukem Zero Hour. The plot for Duke Nukem Zero Hour revolves around time-traveling mutant pinks attempting to alter the course of history and eliminate Duke's ancestors. Locations, weapons, and items, and clothing are all relevant to the period that Duke is in. Compared to the comically over-the-top thematic tone that uses in most of the series, this game is noticeably features much more of a mature plot element, such as Encounter with Jack the Ripper, and a rather serious depiction of a future New York devastated by atomic warfare. Hmm. Uh, technically, no Duke Nukem is mature. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's got mature subjects. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking with you. Um, Duke Nukem. Zero hour. Give Let me, me a, hear that one more time. Give me, yeah, give me, give me yeah. another read through. Sure. All right. The plot for Duke Nukem Zero Hour revolves around time-traveling mutant pigs attempting to alter the course of history no. and, elimin- and eliminate Duke's ancestors. Uh, there were no mutant pigs. I think they were just aliens. It's always it's aliens. It's always aliens, isn't it? It's yeah. always aliens, yeah. Yeah, every Duke Nukem <laughs> game is all about aliens, baby. <laughs> Because I'm like, the, Jack the Ripper was definitely there because like he just killed that girl, and then and then yep. <laughs> you know that's to be to be polite about it, and then uh, yeah no the, the the absolutely New York was decimated. They are alien pigs, by the way, not mutants. Ah, <laughs> uh, that well, that's when you get really uh, technically there, isn't it? I like it. It's living up yeah. to the name. I there appreciate that. Really, really uh, pedantic. Really getting so, pedantic. That's the, with that's the it. goal. I love that. That's the goal. That's good. All right. Well. Once again, Patrick, you have dominated this game. A well-deserved round of applause. He's really pulling away with it, guys. Yeah, I know. Pasquale, I need some help here, buddy. Come on. I I need help. All you need to do is... Here's the secret. Play games. Play games, (laughs) Yeah, but I play games. It's not the games that you're talking about. The secret is to have a very empty childhood, which you filled... You, you know, you filled that void mm. with various video games that you would rent from Blockbuster right. Video, uh, and then just I can't go back. And then though. just remember, you can't go back to Blockbusters. I've tried. They won't let you. Yeah, in, that you too. Know? Yeah, and then except one. one just place. remember all the, <laughs> the bullshit minutia that took place throughout the course of that <laughs> twenty to thirty minute experience. Yeah, it was, uh, it was good. It's good times. Uh, yeah, finally found my calling in life. Good, good job. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And of course, it's for winning internet points. So, of course, that means the most. Yeah. Well, that's we're we're an internet-based show. If, if yeah, if it has to mean something, it's got to mean something here, man. I'm very happy for it. Anyway, mm. thank you, Chris, for that fantastic game of uh technically. And now it's time for the final segment of the show. It's time for. Us to say goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Let's Get Gaming podcast. If you like this show, please leave us a review on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Playlist, whatever. Anything we're on. We're on everything, baby. I've been your host, Patrick Dennehy. Joined with me this week, Squally Galuzzo. It's It's been fun, guys. We'll talk later. Stefano Fontana. <laughs> Keep your stick on the ice. And Chris Montpetit.
I'll bust out an old one. Don't get shafted, guys. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on the Let's Get Gaming podcast. See, oh, wait. Uh, see ya. Yeah. All right. Bye. There we go. It's been a while. Well, we forgot how to do this. Fine. No one noticed. Was that necessary? Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> Chris got shafted.